This is season six of Play Therapy Across the Lifespan. And sadly, it is my farewell season. I love doing this podcast, but I am going to step away from academia for a while and spend more time with my family. It's one of the great challenges for professional women, the tension between work life and home life when both are high values. For now, this is the right choice for me. You can still hear me on my other podcast, Wellness with Dr. Denise, and keep up with me on Instagram or my website. You can find those links in the show notes. It's possible that we'll revive the podcast later. Maybe one of you will start one. But for now, these last five episodes are an ending. So, I thought it would be fun to end with some of the things I say the most. These are the most important things that I want to pass on. If you ever hear my voice in your head, this is what I would like you to hear. Maybe someday you'll repeat them to your students, supervisees, mentees, and listeners. I'd like to think that if words have power, these words will empower you. When I was in a doc school group supervision class, I had a friend who shared this thought with me, and I keep coming back to it a decade and a half later. Your strength is your weakness, and your weakness is your strength. Thanks, Whitney. Do you know why I talk about wellness so much? It's because I've struggled with it. I pour a lot of myself into my work. That's my strength. But if I'm not intentional with wellness, it comes at a cost to my family and my health. That's my weakness. They are two sides of the same coin. Do you know why I even pursued a career in counseling? It's because I had my own pain and life crises. That's my weakness. But in healing from those hurts, I learned how to understand it. And that's my strength. I wouldn't have the strength without the weakness. Two sides of the same coin. This is episode 35. Your strength is your weakness and your weakness is your strength. We all have areas of strength, things that come so easily to us that we may not even recognize them as a strength. That may be why we can be blind to the soft underbelly of the strength. Drive is a good example of this, and it's one that I often see in graduate students. They work hard, try to do their best at everything, and they keep pushing to do more. Their efforts are how they got into graduate school and why they're affirmed by their employers. But perfectionism is often the soft underbelly of this trait, whispering that if it isn't the best, it isn't good enough. If it isn't an A, then it's failure. Part of working on the weakness is recognizing the strength 
You have drive. You work hard. You get things done. People like that are not failures when they are not perfect. Strengths and weaknesses go together. I identify as a Christian, and my faith influences my philosophy of life and of counseling. So it may not be surprising that my personal philosophy of counseling comes directly from the Bible, specifically from 2 Corinthians 1, starting at the end of verse 3. It says, The God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves received from God. This became my philosophy of counseling during one of my life crises. Now, I'm not talking about a difficult time. I'm talking about a gut-wrenching, on-the-floor sobbing, feeling my world crumbling around me time of life. A time when the pain seared so deep that I didn't know if I could ever make it through it. Now, you won't read that in any text as a quality of a good counselor. In fact, many of you believe that it disqualifies you, and you feel that imposter syndrome. Now, I can't begin to understand the mind of God, but strangely, that verse began to make meaning of my pain. Today, I can usually spot pain behind the brave face across a room because I once stood there. Now, I can say the dark, horrible things out loud because I've thought and feared them too. I can offer hope and comfort without trite platitudes because I've done my work and I now live in that hope and comfort. You have weaknesses too. You have experienced hard things that may have devastated you. I invite you today to flip that coin and begin to see the strengths you have gotten too. I knew what I wanted you to hear from me as I planned this final season, but we decided to ask those of you who follow me on social media for your favorite Dr. Denise-isms. Most of these are from those of you who were in my play therapy classes or workshops. They warmed my heart, so thank you to those of you who responded to our informal poll. This week's Dr. Denise-ism goes well with strengths and weaknesses. Here it is. Don't be afraid of not being perfect. Yes. Thanks to those of you who sent this one in. I'd take it a step further and suggest that you embrace the imperfections. That's where the real healing happens. I look for this as a marker of progress in therapy with my clients. When they begin to express gratitude for the adversity, even though it was awful, I know they are moving into resilience. It's been such a healthy shift for me to recognize that my weaknesses have strengths. Some of them are hard-earned, 
and some of them are innate in the weakness. Every strength has a weakness, but my weaknesses are also places of strength. Sometimes it takes hard work to get there, but we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves received. Where do you need to flip the coin? Don't be afraid of not being perfect. If you needed to hear a perfect podcast, you wouldn't have heard any of this today. It's full of imperfections. And so am I. Huh? I must really be strong. It is my honor and privilege to host this podcast. I am deeply grateful to Lipscomb University and the Center for Play Therapy and Expressive Arts for funding this podcast and encouraging me every step of the way. It is a phenomenal place to learn and grow. For all six seasons, we've had a hardworking team that dedicated time and talent to making this podcast what it is while juggling many other responsibilities. Thank you, audio engineer Sheldon Clark, who immediately said, I want to help the first time I mentioned the idea of doing this. Thank you to songwriter Sarah Beth Goh, whose give back to her play therapy class turned into a give back to a worldwide play therapy community. And thank you to my graduate assistant and production assistant, Kara Allison, who anticipated things before I even asked and multiplied my time. And finally, thank you for listening to this podcast. I know you have many demands on your time, and it feels like a gift that you choose to spend your time with me. I am surprised and grateful with the growth of this show. If you want to keep up with me, visit my website at www.denisethomas.com and remember that Denise does not have an E at the end. You can also follow me on Instagram at Dr. Denise Thomas. And I do have a second podcast called Wellness with Dr. Denise, where you can find the hope and encouragement you hear on this one applied to caring for yourself. Endings always bring up mixed emotions for me, but I'm glad to have a farewell season. I'm your host, Dr. Denise Thomas. Now go play, create, and heal. Your life isn't broken Soon you're going to see